that uh, we're joined now by Thomas Corn. He is the uh, Thomas is the uh, sports information coordinator at Tennessee Tech. Going to go around the horn with them. Uh, hey, good morning. What's going on, Thomas? Oh, not much, Greg. Just enjoying the wonderful weather in Mattoon, Illinois, right now. So you're ready for a women's basketball game? I was going to say the plateau, but Mattoon, Illinois, man, it's uh, what do you? Uh, you know, I've, I was there two or three weeks ago. I think I spent about five days one night there. So, uh, <laughs> so there are worse places. Yes, yeah, always, it's fine. And in Charleston, Illinois, is a, a, a college town and everything's. A, but uh, yeah, uh, I want you to explain. Okay, Moorhead State has claimed the regular season championship on the men's side. Uh, they'll be the number right. one seed going in. But I want you to give me every scenario uh, for two through five because I tried looking at it and, and it and it made my head hurt. Well, that's the thing. I've not. Since I'm the women's contact. I've not really looked. Yeah, at the and the men or the women as well. Yeah, yeah. And the men's side. That is probably the craziest I've seen it in the Ohio Valley Conference. Where literally, Tech can finish it from anywhere from second to seventh. We know they're in the tournament, but being able to go pretty much the entire range of the field, depending on what happens in today's one game, and that's just that's just crazy. I've never seen the parity in this league like this, and just. It, it, it's it's mind-boggling that the – I don't want to necessarily say it's because those other teams left, but just to see everybody just so evenly packed in the, in this league, it, I mean, there's so many different factors. There's the transfer portal. There's the players that are already here. It, it, it's crazy. Well, and, and yeah, and I'm going to stick on this, but if you look right now, uh, today's the last game of the regular season. Tournament starts Wednesday night. This is the men and the women on Wednesday afternoon. You'll have, and then in women and men, uh, you'll have the five seed playing the eight, the six seed playing the seven, the three and four seeds get a bye to Thursday quarterfinal, the one and two get a bye to the Friday semifinal, and we know Moorhead State's going to be in that one spot. But right now, uh, TSU, UT Martin, Southeast Missouri, Tennessee Tech, all all tied for second place. Well, that not only means they're tied for second place, they're tied for fifth place. Right. <laughs> so it's that's just, that's just crazy. Yeah, and, and then you got SIUE Southern Indiana there uh, wrap wrapping it up. And who's going to be there? But yeah, it could be. It, it's we'll, we'll just you know what to do. I'm I, like I said, I, my brain hurts trying to figure out all the scenarios. <laughs> and, and so here's just right. like you know what I'm going to look at it today. It's like the stock market. Just tell me how it closes, right? And if I, I right. can't, I don't, I don't want to dip my toe in there and start. You know, there's. We'll leave that to Kyle Schwartz at the OVC office to figure out all. Of it. I was literally about to say is thank, thankfully Kyle's got that all handled and under control and. They'll, they'll be able to figure it out with, as, as soon as the games are over. Yeah, Thomas Corn with his uh, sports information coordinator up in uh, uh, in um, eastern Illinois today for the doubleheader. Uh, Little Rock, we know what they've done, but after that, e- eastern Illinois and Little Rock coming in and, and, and winning the regular season, that's not a surprise to anybody. I mean, their coach – uh, their 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 floors named after him there at, right. at, at the university. So, uh, but you got Little Rock, Eastern Illinois, Tennessee Tech, Southeast Missouri. That's one through four, uh, and it looks like pretty much determined one, two, three. This thing's set, right? Tennessee Tech's in that three spot, right? Absolutely. No matter what happens today against Eastern Illinois, EIU is going to be number two. Tech's going to be number three. So. This game today is really just a matter of pride. 
I mean, to say there's nothing to play for is not accurate because there's always something to play for, especially going into the tournament next week. You want to have the, the players ready to go, have get a little bit of momentum going before the tournament starts. So there's always something to play for. But, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, nothing's changing on the seating. So it, it's just one of those games that they can go out and try to see if they can come up with some stuff that might work for next week or just just try to see what happens. Well, and don't tell your coach Kib Roseman the, that this one really doesn't matter. I'll, I'll, we'll let that slide, okay? Yeah. Well, that's what that's what I'm saying. I mean, there's always something to play for. Yeah. But in uh, the job she's done there, what a what a year mark uh, year a year mark year. But certainly, so many uh, milestones reached, two thousand uh, victories for that basketball program. Of course, the legends of Marynell. Uh, Metters than uh, Bill Worrell, and certainly I think Kim has got it in a wonderful place. My buddy, I, I think a lot of Kim and, and Allie, Allison Clark on that staff, uh, you know. But in uh, in Kim with her 100th win as a head coach as well. So it's a uh, it, it's it's a good time to be a Golden Eagle following women's basketball. Absolutely, I mean they are continuing the tradition that Mary Nell and Bill set, and the, the program is at a high state right now. I mean. Yes, the preseason projection, number one, we ended up finishing third, but we ran into a buzzsaw that was Little Rock, and I think a lot of people are seeing exactly why Little Rock was as good as they are. And But it's the funny thing about tournament time. Anything can happen when you get right there, and it, all it takes is getting hot at the right time. So I, I feel like with Tennessee Tech's winning tradition over the years and Kim Rosemond and her staff keeping that winning tradition and the flames, fi- uh, flames fired up, I I really think Tech is very much in the mix for next week. I mean, against Little Rock this season, the Golden Eagles had probably the best game of any team in the Ohio Valley Conference outside of Eastern Illinois' win against them because Tech scored the most points against Little Rock's stifling defense. So I feel like any Tech, Little Rock, mm-hmm. Eastern Illinois probably have the best fate, well, best chances to win the tournament. But it still wouldn't surprise me if other teams still couldn't come up and, and show something next week. Thomas Corhorn with us. He is the sports information coordinator at Tennessee Tech. Uh, and, and, but you always want to be playing your best basketball at the end. And, and uh, Tech, 18-9, uh, and 12-5 of the OVC, uh, three in a row, five of their last six as they head into this finale. So they seem to be peaking. Absolutely. And even the one loss, and Coach would never say that there's – Taking any, making any excuses about the, the loss to, you know, I mean, to Tennessee State. But Tech didn't have a full lineup. Reagan Grimes was out with a death in the family. So that was a big piece that we had against Tennessee State when we played in Cookville. But we've also missed Reagan Hurst in the last game with, a, with an injury. So we don't know if she'll be able to be a, a part of today's game yet. But, yeah, the team is playing together at its really at its best in the last few weeks. And this this lineup that she's got in the starting lineup is is a, it's a good lineup. It's one, it re- stands up there among some of the best in in Coach Roseman's career, and even some in the last ten to fifteen years. It they're very good scores. It's a very good mix. I still would love to see another post presence, and that's going to come eventually. That's going to come. But this is still a very solid lineup on the court, and they could do a lot of great things. They can score a lot. They can they're they're fast. They can steal the ball. They can play great defense. So I, I really like what they bring to the table, especially coming at the tournament time. 
Thomas, uh, let's uh, sort of go around the horn with athletics, baseball. Matt Braga is is back, uh, and certainly what he meant there before going off to Rice and that whole whatever happened at Rice, I, I chalk that up to the pandemic. Quite frankly, that whole absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and you know, and, but the, you know, you always pull for a fine man and the job he did there, obviously in the super regional and all the the stuff and in that, and got the Rice job, but that. What a mess that was, and it. But what a good place to you know. It, it's always shows what people think when your AD Mark Wilson uh, and, and President Oldham said, "Hey, come back here and coach our baseball team." That had to say a lot, right? And a lot of it has to go back to uh, Matt Braga's grandmother, who was still alive when that when the decision was made. She was like, "Matt, you were going to regret it if you don't go back." And he was like, "Yep." Yeah. And he, he he came back, and we we love having Matt Braga coaching our, our baseball program, and he is a great coach. He's got a fantastic baseball mind, and the teams that he has built over the years, it's it's astonishing. Uh, to make it to the Super Regional in 2018, first time any Ohio Valley Conference team has done that. To have that back in the dugout at, in Cookville is is amazing, and yeah, there is there's some pitching issues right now. They'll get that straightened out. Um, but that's the best thing about baseball. You just have to, I mean, you, anything can happen when you, get a, when you get a batter in and we'll see what they do against the defense. Last season they made it to the semifinals of the Ohio Valley Conference Tournament and with very little pitching. So I still feel confident in what Matt Braga could do for, the, for this season, even with still kind of the same situation on pitching. They've addressed it a little bit, but it's still – Early in the season, I mean, yesterday tough game at Georgia Tech. Uh, they they were pl- they were right in the game. I mean, it was like a one run game going into like the seventh inning until Yellow Jackets pulled away late. So even being able to do that against some of the top teams in at the NCAA, I, I think Tech baseball is going to be f- just fine. It's just going and it wouldn't surprise me to see Braga having the Tech baseball team back in the NCAA tournament in the next year or two. Thomas Gordon with us, uh, Sports Information Coordinator with Tennessee Tech. Uh, it's a few weeks off, but uh, I, want, I want to mention this because it's such a nice event. And I, I would one of these times just want to go down there and, and hang out with everybody down in Sevierville. But uh, of course, uh, uh, Coach Polk Brown with the uh, the golf team and everything. And this is such a signature event uh, for Tennessee Tech uh, with the uh, Bobby Nichols Intercollegiate, of course, the legendary golfer uh, at from Tennessee, you know, played at Tennessee Tech out of Chattanooga, and we knew what he did professionally. But uh, this is your tournament hosted by Tennessee Tech, three days uh, down at uh, Sevierville Golf Club, uh, and uh, it, what a what a nice way to continue his legacy and 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 have one of the better you know tournaments uh, in the regular season of golf uh, in the southeast quite frankly absolutely and that's a beautiful course if you've ever, if you've ever played it I mean, it's actually two courses the two two courses back to back but it's in the shadow of the smoky mountains and even even on the on the women's course you can see the, the mountains so clearly and it, it's a beautiful sight a lot of wire a lot of life walking around the course so it, it it's a fun course but being able to see a bunch of different schools from around the southeast uh, come together and and it's not all i mean ovc schools you've got some you've got some power five schools in there every now and then you've got you've got some larger mid-major programs i mean you, you get a good a good good view of some some of the area uh, golf teams and it's it's a fun event i mean um it's like th- three days of golf and it's just 
it's a weird setup to see both the both tournaments going on at the exact same time over the different courses. So you have 36 holes to try to go around and see everyone going going off at pretty much the exact same time, and it is such a fun event. Thomas, uh, a historic day for uh, Tennessee Tech volleyball, uh, beach volleyball. No, there's been but but beach volleyball. Uh, not only kicking off its inaugural campaign, but its first victory in its first match uh, at uh, over uh, Spartanburg Methodist yesterday in the opening day of the Berry College Tournament uh, down at Mount Berry, Georgia. Uh, and, and a coach, Zach Weinberg, the coach as well. But uh, a new era of athletics for beach volleyball has begun at Tennessee Tech. Absolutely, and it's a lot of it, it, it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, it's a sport we're not entirely used to. I mean, yeah, we've had uh, court volleyball for a long time, but beach volleyball completely something new. Uh, we're still trying to get the facilities all set up. We have the the one court on the intramural fields for for play, and we'll have one home event with Moorhead State in the, towards the end of the season, but. It, it, it's a lot of fun seeing the girls out there practicing, and they're they're out there at five thirty in the morning every morning practicing, and they're 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 out there getting after it, and it's it's a little bit of getting used to the the, the different style of play because most of, most of our girls are all they've all grown up doing playing the court game. Going over to the beach, it's it's a whole new set of rules. They've actually uh, Zach's been actually explaining the rules as they go and. Tr- trying to learn the new te- the different techniques and everything because we don't actually have a a sand specific player yet but i mean they they've taken to the game very well they're having a lot of fun out there the, we had the team media day late last week taking their, their headshots and everything and they, they were all so excited about this season to get that win on the first match that that's awesome because not a lot of teams get to do that i mean you have a lot of teams that struggle early on in their in their inaugural season with a, with the sport, so that's got to be a huge motivational boost for them, and they got to be excited about the season coming up. Well, it's uh, been fun talking to you. Tell Kim and Allie I said hello up there in Mattoon, uh, Illinois. It's good Mattoon. little yeah, good little haul back, uh, and we'll see you in Evansville next week. Uh, so uh, it should be fun. Thank you, Thomas. Appreciate you, man. No problem. We'll see you next week, Greg. All right, Thomas Colhorn. He is the uh, sports information coordinator at uh, TSU.